Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Nun Tet, 59. We will begin, however, on Nun Chet, right after the Mishnah. So we have quite a lot to do today. Says the Gemara as follows. Tanu Rabbanan. Basuk says, Vyasa elamazbeach. And the Kohen goes out to the Mizbeach. Matamudomar. Why do we need to say that he goes out to the Mizbeach? Obviously, you have to go out to the Mizbeach. Tamudomar. Amar bin Nechemia. The fishimasinu bepara baal komatzvot. There is, we find that when the Kohen Gadol makes a mistake, not on Yom Kippur, in general, the Kohen Gadol makes a mistake. Not the Kohen Gadol. If the Jews make a mistake on a particular Avera, they have to bring something called a para bar komatzvot. And over there, the Kohen has to stand Over there, the Kohen doesn't stand where he stands this time. He stands much further out past the Mizbech. And he sprinkles towards the towards the Parochet. So because we saw that, one might have thunk, if we didn't say the word viyatsa, I would have said, oh, the same, over there we're sprinkling towards the parochet, and here we're sprinkling towards the parochet. The same way over there you stood past the, past the mizmeach and sprinkled it towards the parochet. Here as well, you do the same. In order to avoid saying that, what do we do? So we say viyatsa. Hechana. Where, where was he? Lifnim in In between the Mizbeach and the Parochet, not past the Mizbeach. Okay? That's when it comes to Yom Kippur. Now we're going to have the same Dilashah the other way. Tani Idach, it says in the other Baita, Lifne Hashem, regarding the Parabal al which comes not on Yom Kippur, but whenever we make a mistake, which is in front of Hashem. What does that teach us? Because we see by by the part and the of Yom Kippur, that the Kohen stands inside the Mizbech and he sprinkles on the Paroch at the time when he's sprinkling. Yachol one might have thunk of second that the same way we do it on Yom Kippur, we should do it for the Parabar Kovetzvot. Tamudomar so it comes to say Mizbech ketorat asamim lefnei Hashem asher beol moed Mizbech lefnei Hashem. So the word Lufnei Hashem teaches you that the Mizbeach is in front of Hashem, Yani, in front of the Parochet. But the Kohen himself? No! He's past, he's not Lufnei Hashem, he's further. HaKetzad, Omer Chutz Mizbeach, Omazeh, he has to stand out to the Mizbeach, and he sprinkles from that point towards the Parochet. Is that clear? Harry, you with us? Yep. Awesome, we're at the two dots. Okay, says the Gemara, Hitchil Mehatevi Ored. It says that he starts to. In the Mishnah, it says that he starts going down. Tanakama says that the sprinklings of the Kohen Gadol are down, whereas uh, the later Tana is going to say that they, that they go up in general. Now, we're going to also see the order, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have to write the order down, otherwise we'll get in trouble. So we're going to go to our, our whiteboard today. Yeah, but there is a thing that you can share the board. Share the board? 
Yeah, no, 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 I'm not drawing on that thing. No way. You want to be able to do a good drawing on a tiny little phone like this? Give me a big white phone, we'll talk about it. Oh, I don't shoot the cover of this, okay. Okay, so here we have, let's say, and you have the Mizbeach. Okay, and on the Mizbeach, north, south, east, west. No, no, Chas Shalom. No, Mizbeach Pinimi. Second way of the parochet is if the parochet goes this way. One parochet with the open on that side. Remember, we had that also. I mean, there's 13 parochet. No, something else. Something else, I think. Okay. Tanur Rabbanan. Hitchil. He start, it says in the bright that this is how it goes. He starts going down. Where does he start? He starts from the Dromit. He starts from the Mizrach Darom. This is number one. Then he goes. Dromit Maravit. Two, three, four. So. According to this, you're starting from here, and you're going clockwise. Okay? Divrei bi Akiva. Good? He says you start here. Okay? And then you go counterclockwise. You go. Two, three, four. Again, you start from Mizrahit. First, you start from northeast Mizrahit, Sivonit. And then you go to Rit Maravit. And then you go Maravit, Rumit, Rumit, Mizrahit. Okay? North, south, east, west. Ah, oh, here he is, Joey. See, you're wrong. Joey's going to come. He doesn't want to stay home. He wants to come to class. Now, uh, Harry, could you see this or no? Are you with us, Harry? Yeah, I'm here. I can see it very nicely. Okay, now watch. So according to Bikiva, this is the Mizbeach. You see the Mizbeach with the four corners? North, south, east, west. Yeah. So this is the southeast, this is the northeast, this is the northwest, this is the southwest. Is that clear? Yeah. Now, according to Bikiva, you start southeast and you go, and you're rotating that way. You got it? You're rotating clockwise. One, two, three, four. But from the southeast. According to Rabbi, who is it, Rabbi? Who is it? Who's the other rabbi? Rabbi Yossi Aglili. 
He's saying you start two things. Number one is you start on this corner, okay, which is a different corner to start with. This is the starting point according to Rabbi Kiva. And according to Yoshi Lee, the starting point is here. The second thing is that he's saying that you're going this way. You see? See the differences? It's which way are you going? He's clockwise, he's counterclockwise. And where you're starting from, he's starting from what? From northeast, and he's starting from southeast. You see the differences? Yeah. Okay, now we're gonna get. Now we're gonna spend the rest of the Amud talking about these differences. Okay? We have to have them clear before we start. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. One is northeast. One starts one northeast. Southeast. One starts northeast and goes counterclockwise. That's what we're saying, Lily. And he's starting southeast going clockwise. and going clockwise. Clear? Good. Me, when I read the Mishnah, if, if I just see, see directions, it doesn't help me anything. I read directions, I, I can't do it in my head. If I write it on a board, then I know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Now I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Harry, we're going to leave you looking at the board. and we'll, Oh, actually, we shouldn't do that. I'll come back. We'll, we'll bring you with us. He got taller, no? We'll bring you with us, okay? We wouldn't leave you over there, Harry. Don't worry. Joey said we have to take care of you. Joey Hammer is here and he says that we can't leave you up there. Okay. Harry, where are you? We miss you. I'm in deal. Ah. Okay, let's go. Let's go. You ready? By the pool. I'll say the Gemara. One more time for the two dots. You start going downwards. Where do you start? From the, from the, from the southeast. Then you go to the Malavit, Malavit, Tzorit, Tzorit, Malavit. We did that already. Did very big When you start from the south, north, from the northeast, then you go northwest. Now it comes out. Makom should be Yosi Agil Matchil Sham Rabbi Yukava Posek. Makom should be Rav Matchil Sham Rabbi Yosi Agil Mafsik. Which means the place where, if you just if you just make an interesting point observation, at the place where he starts. He stops. His one is his four. And his four is his one. Is that clear? Yeah. The place where he starts is his stop, is his four. His one, his first one, is equivalent to his fourth one. And his first one is equal to his fourth one. Good. That's all we're saying here. Now, says the Kula Alma Miha, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that the one when he comes in from the Kodesh Kodashim, right? He right, he comes out with, the, with from sprinkling the blood. The one he's coming from this side. He was sprinkling over here on the parochit, and now he's coming here. The first first one he meets is either three or two, not one or four. He's going around three and two to get to one or four. Sorry, I'm going to bring you with us. Do you see what I'm saying? Look, Harry. When he, if, 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 here he's sprinkling on the parochah beforehand. Now he's coming to do the dabbing on the mizbeach. Now when he's coming to do the dabbing on the mizbeach, he first hits three and two, and then he has to go around them to get to one and four. Both agreeing that he's starting from the east side. Why don't you do it on the west side first? You hear the question, Harry? Yeah. Awesome. Says the Gemara... Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says the Amar Kapasuk says Viatza El Mazbeach. 
Ad nefik mikul mizbeach. Since the pasuk says if you get sa el mizbeach, you go out of the mizbeach. It means you have to go away from the first one you meet and go to the other ones. Okay, beautiful. Says the Gemara. We have a big bomb question on Rabbi Akiva. We're okay with Rabbi Yossi Haglili because he's going clockwise. I'm sorry, he's going... He's going counterclockwise. Wait, hold on. Rabbi Akiva... Rabbi Yossi Aglili is going, turning to the right. Because if you're facing, hold on, forget the clock. Rabbi Yossi is going counterclockwise, but if you're facing the thing, he's turning to the right. Correct? If I'm facing, imagine a guy facing the, the, the Mizbeach. Okay? So if he's facing the Mizbeach, he's, tur- he's going to his right. That's good. We like to go to the right in general. Now, but if, according to Rabbi Kiva, if you're facing the Mizbeach, he's going to the left. Why is he going to the left? Coming in from this way or this way. Imagine I have my mizbeach over here in front of me, right? And I'm standing like Rabbi Yossi Gliza. So you have, you have a Kohen who's, when he starts number one, he's standing here and he's facing the mizbeach. Now, if I'm standing facing the mizbeach, I have to, I'm going to my right around the mizbeach. Yeah. So right is this. That's good. One, two, three, four. But according to Bikiva, I'm facing this way. Uh, now, if I go left. this way, I'm going left. Right. Why are you going left? Got the question? Motion is different. Yeah, okay. <laughs> says the Gemara. Nekim mean Lema. The Gemara says, maybe we'll say, but the Rami Baricheskel Kamifliki. The argument is if we go with Rami Baricheskel. The Amar Rami Baricheskel, Rami Baricheskel says, Yam Shasa Shilomo. It says that when Shilomo HaMelech made a huge mikveh, a huge uh, yam, and it was sitting on a bunch of ba- a, a bunch of fake oxen. Ah, welcome, Ivan. How are you? Okay. So, Shilomo Melech made this huge lake, artificial lake, which was standing on these artificial oxen. Okay? And uh, it says that three of the oxen were north, three of the oxen were uh, west, three of the oxen were south, and three of the oxen were, were west, were east. And when you do that, the, the, the yam was on top of them, and all their backs were inside. Now, the fact that you mentioned in that order, you mentioned order in the Pasuk, it says, what was the order again? North, west, west southeast. southeast. North, west, southeast is that order of Rabbi Yossi So you see you're turning... You're turning to the right. So that's what they're arguing about. You should always go to the right and to the east. So the Mar is assuming. More one rabbi. Eat the Rabbiosigli. He holds Rabbiosigli. That's Rabbiosigli agrees with Rabbi Rechaskel. More, and Rabbi Kiva doesn't agree with Rabbi Rechaskel. He doesn't agree you should always go to the right. Mar says, no, not necessarily. Because you see a pasuk that's referring to the order going in that direction. When referring to the oxen going in that direction. Versus law, not necessarily. Everyone agrees with Rabbi Yechezkel. One says we learn the inside from the outside. Which means, 
Yes, Ramachesh is talking about what's outside the Beit HaMikdash. And, and everyone agrees that in that case you always go to the east and to the right. And Rabbi Kiva could agree to that too. Just the reason why he says over here you don't is because we don't learn what you do inside the Kodesh from what you do outside the Kodesh. So even though outside the Kodesh you're always going right. in that direction, to the right, over here not necessarily. Which means, okay, let's buy Rabbi Akiva. He doesn't hold that you learn inside from outside. So therefore he can't learn necessarily over here that we necessarily have to go to the right. But what makes him specifically make us go to the left? Right? If you don't learn one from the other, so you don't, you have no precedent which way to go. So tell me I go any way I want. Why are you telling me I have to go left? What's the idea of that? You gotta have a reason for that. Well, let's see. Really, he holds, I hold that really you're supposed to start with the first corner that you meet. Because we have a rule, we don't pass over a mitzvah. And since the Torah is telling you to go dab on the corners of the mitzvah, you should really do on the other corner first. Let's put it over here. I'm going to take you to the item. Rabbi Kiva says, again, Rabbi Kiva says we start from the one and you go two, three, four, five. Now we want to know how come he goes this way. Answer, since we come in from here first, right? So you meet first, number two, but we're not allowed to do number two first because you have to pass the Mizbech. So you come to one first. But now, when you come around, the next one you should do is the one that you passed, which is this way. Boom. Why didn't he do one, four, three, two, though, if he meets on this one? One, go like this? Yeah. Because I passed this one, I should go to this one second. I have to pass the Mizbech. Uh, and I should go to the next one to the one I, one I passed up on. You got it? Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, that was clear. The Amr Rish Lakish says, and Mavin Mitzvah, you can't pass the Mitzvah. That's why, by the way, when you uh, when you put your Tefillin on, we said you're not supposed to pass over your Tefillin Shel uh, Shel Rosh to get to the Shel Yad. You have to put the put it in your in your bag in a way that you don't pass over the Mitzvah, right? Put your no, put your yad first. Don't put the rosh first, because if you put the rosh first, you have to pass over the rosh to get to the yad, and then you'll be passing over a mitzvah, right? That's what some rabbis explained. Remember, there was a tosfot over there. There was some rabbis explained like that. But in theory, once you passed over something, don't think it's over. You should always get to that next. Right? If you had a mitzvah that you passed over, we see from here that when you pass over a mitzvah by mistake, you should always go back to it first. Don't do something else and then go back to it. Once I pass the chalas, no, go back to it first. That's what we see from here because because we, we went to two next, okay? Right? Until you pass the whole mezbech. Since you start in that then you go next to the one that you're supposed to go first. That's answer number one, why Rabbi Akiva wants to go specifically left. Again, we know Rabbi Akiva doesn't make you go right because he doesn't learn inside from outside. But why left? Answer, once you pass it, you have to touch it. Okay? It's more important than going to the right. Exactly. If I, if I have two things to do. I can either go to the right, 
or I could do the one I missed. I'd rather do the one you missed than go to the right. That's what we never pointing out. Good? Is that clear, Yvonne? You with me? Harry? Yeah, perfect. Okay. Good. top of noon Now we just started today's daf. If I want, I can tell you. Really, there's no machloket. Everyone agrees that you learn outside from inside. And therefore, you really should always go to the right, just like you do on the outside. Okay? And therefore, Rabbi Kiva should really say that here. The machlok between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yosef Glili is, does the Kohen physically walk around the Mizbech? Or does he just reach his hand around the Mizbech? Understand that this Mizbech is a small Mizbech. And you could reach your hand over it. The inside Mizbech is a small Mizbech. And therefore, the machlok is going to be like this. Hold this. Okay? According to Rabbi Yosef Glili, if this is the Mizbech, I start on this corner, and I go like this. One, two, three, four. I didn't make the order. I'm just saying you go around this back. And according to Bikiva, you start here, and you go like this. One, two, three, four. And since I'm not moving, I don't turn to the right, because I'm not moving, I'm just moving my hand. When do I have to turn to the right, says Rabbi Akiva, only when I... And moving, like on the Adam is Bayach. But here, since I hold that the Kohen doesn't move at all, so therefore you don't learn anything. I would agree to learn. According to the second answer, yes, we do learn outside from inside. No problem. But here, you're not moving at all, and therefore you don't have to learn anything. So it's a bigger machloket. The machloket is do you have to move or not? Forget about which way you turn. Do you have to move at all? Huh? No, but I still pass. No, I still. Which Vyatsa means I still go from the Kodashim past this corner to go to this corner. And from this corner, I do my stuff. Oh, so it's good. It's stuff by the corner one. Right, right. What do they do on this? They do the. Ketoret. Yeah, and now it's putting blood on it from the part of the bull, from the, from the mixed things. Okay? Is this in the Kodash? In the Kodash, yeah. Okay? Ebayt Ema, second answer, a third answer. According to this one, both rabbis are agreeing that you don't walk around the Mizbech. Okay? And here the argument's like this. Everyone agrees that we learn inside from outside. And everyone agrees that you're doing it with your hand. The question is, do we compare hands to feet? Rabbi Yossi says, just like with your feet, you always go to the right. Here with your hands, you should also go to the right. Uh-huh. And Rabbi Kiva is saying, Yo, that's all. When, when do you go to the right? Only with your feet. When you're moving your hands, you don't have to go to the right. That's why you go the other way. Okay? He says, just because I have to move my feet to the right, doesn't mean I have to move my hands to the right. That's Rabbi Kiva. We do everything though with the right. We even do the Kwanim. They do everything with their right hand, no? They're lefty, they can't be... Yes, that, that's, that's called doing it with the right hand. He's, here he's also doing it with the right hand, but he's not moving to the right when he, as he's going. Understand? Right, right. There, is the right hand going leftwards, or the right is going rightward? So according to this third answer, Rabbi Akiva is admitting that when you move, you always have to move to the right. But the question is, when you move, that's when you move your body. When you move your hand, 
not necessarily is that so. Okay? Now, asking, uh, we're, now we're going to ask on that last one. Going to the last one, everyone holds doing it by hand and no feet moving. Good? Does Yoshi Glili really hold that Akafa goes with your hand? But Amidiktani Sefer, if the end of Amish says, Rebelezid Omer, Bimakomo Ho Amir the Machti, Mechlal Tanakamalosvile. If you go to Al Mishnah, Al Mishnah lists these two rabbis as if they were like Tanakama is Rebelezid Glili. Okay? And therefore, in our Mishnah, it's, we, we disagree with Tanakama. Tanakama says his thing. And Rebeleza says, I disagree. The Kohen Gadol stayed in the same spot. Implying that the Tanakama, who is Rebeleza Glili, holds that, that he used to move. So how could we answer in answer number three that everyone holds that the Kohen Gadol didn't move? You see from our Mishnah that Rebeleza Glili holds that the Tanakama, that, that the Kohen did move physically around the Mizbeach. And didn't just go around, didn't just move his hand. Moses says, you're right. We go back to one of the other answers. One says you do it by hand, one other says you do it by foot. Okay, we're good with that. That's answer number one. The E by the Maybe this is what they're arguing about. He's taking out the Ibai Tema. Okay, good. More Savar Saviv de Mizbeach Primi. One says the word Saviv, when you go around, Kisaviv de Mizbeach Chitzon. More the Kula Mizbeach Primi, Bimkom Chada, Keren Mizbeach Chitzon Kai. Saying like this. The Pasuk says, when it comes to going around the Mizbeach outside, it says you go Saviv, you go around. By, by the Kohen Gadol putting the blood on today, on Yom Kippur, also it mentions the word Saviv, around. So one rabbi says, since it says the word around on the outside of Mizbech, and it says the word around on the inside of Mizbech, we learn one from next. And just like around on the outside of Mizbech, of course you're moving with your feet. It's impossible to reach your hand that far. Of course, a huge Mizbech. And you're going with your feet outside though. So too we learn, connect that to this, and say that around the small Mizbech, also, Saviv, Saviv, you have to make, go around it by, by foot. That's Rabbi Yosei Glili. And Rabbi Kiva's going to say, Kula Mizbech, Kai. He says, what are you talking about? He says, you can't learn Saviv, Saviv like that because the whole inside Mizbech is the size of one corner of the outside Mizbech. Why? Because the inside Mizbech is one amah by one amah, one foot, one and a half feet by one and a half feet. That's the whole size of the Mizbech. That size, one and a half feet by one and a half feet, is the actual size of one of the corners of the outside Mizbech. So just because it says Saviv on the outside, and it said we have to go by foot around the whole thing, right? That's because the outside one is so huge, it's impossible otherwise. But the inside one, when it says Saviv, it doesn't mean you have to go around. It could mean you just go like this with your hands. And therefore, you can't learn one from next. You got it? So Rabbi Kiva is saying, don't learn it from Saviv, Saviv, because the size difference makes it wrong. And Rabbi Kiva says, Saviv, Saviv. Saviv, Saviv means you, 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 you do the same and you have to actually physically walk around. Are you with me? Yeah, does everybody agree it's one by one? You know, the size is clear. The size is clear. Yeah. So as it says, uh, in the Pasuk. 
They can't argue on the size because the pasuk says <laughs> no, one, no one's going to think of arguing. The question is what, what it doesn't say, which way you go, that you can argue about. I can have what I'm about. Okay? Now, we have a bright that proves this last opinion. Tanya, we have a bright Amr Bishmael, now this is a wild Mishnah, wild Brighta, because it tells you something amazing. How when they came back from the first Beit HaMikdash, historically, they came back from the first Beit HaMikdash, it was 70 years after the destruction of the second Beit HaMikdash. Now, that's a very hard thing, because we're telling you now that when we came back, they were started asking the old people, how did they do it in the first Beit HaMikdash? And there were some people still alive from the first Beit HaMikdash. Now, in order to be still alive, how old could you have to be to remember it? I'm assuming, let's say you're 15 years old, right? So now you've got to be 85, right? Now, we're telling you, not only was there somebody alive who was at least 15 and might remember which way the Kohen Gadol went, even though, I don't know how would he remember, if he was in the Kodesh Hashim, he wouldn't know. Because the only person in the Kodesh is the Kohen Gadol, Okay? So what happens to be, not only was there someone alive, there was a Kohen Gadol alive. Now, I don't know how young you, they can make, they can appoint a guy Kohen Gadol. 21? They appoint a guy, that's, I would assume that the Kohen Gadol, you know, if they would ask me who should be the Kohen Gadol now, I'd probably take a guy who was older and dignified. But okay, let's say there's a 21-year-old Kohen Gadol in the, in the Beit HaMikdash. Now, now he's got to be 91. Not only is there one Kohen Gadol alive, the Bright is saying that there's two Kohen Gadols alive. And they asked both of them, and they had different opinions of what happened inside. People used to live that long back then? Or uh, not usually. I don't know that I know of, but okay. Would that be the man until 70, no? Yeah, okay, 70, 90, 100, I don't know, but, but whatever. Okay, listen. Tanya is the Bright I guess they did, because these guys are alive. Okay, I'm Israel. There were two Kohanim Gulim at the left over from the first Beit HaMikdash. One says, I did it with my hand, without my feet. And the other one says, no, I went with my feet. Each one gave a reason for their things. We learned Saviv Saviv. Just like one is with your feet, the other one's with your feet. The whole mizbeach of the outside is the size of one corner, and therefore you can't learn one from the next. You can't learn saviv saviv because the whole outside mizbeach was huge, and was the size of one corner. Therefore, the same thing we said before. Okay, now let's start with the two dots. Okay, we're now on nun tet amud aleph at the two dots in the middle of the page at the end of the line. So Rabbi Elazar, remember, kamo homed. Rebezi says that you stay in your spot and you don't move. Matitin Mani, who is the author of a Mishnah who's quoting Rebbe Yezid? Says the Gemara. Rebbe Yudahi. Rebbe Yudahi must be the one who's quoting Rebbe Yezid. Now, this is an interesting thing because how would, how would we know who's quoting Rebbe Yezid? Anyone could quote Rebbe Yezid. Right? Rebbe Yezid says, the guy doesn't move, he just stands and moves and moves his hand. Now, the Gemara is asking, who is quoting him? I don't know, anyone could quote him. The, the Mishnah doesn't say who's quoting him, and anyone could do it. The Mishnah is saying, no, I could prove to you I know who's quoting him, because there was a machloket about what he said. And our Mishnah 
conforms with one of the ways of the Machloket. And therefore we can figure out who's quoting him because since the Mishnah fix, fits with only one of the ways, it must be the rabbi who fits with that way is the one who's quoting him. Oh, let's see how it goes. The Tanya will enter the Brayta. Reza says that you stay in your spot and you move and you and you move your hand. All of them, you put you you apply the blood from the bottom up. No, I'm sorry, from up down. The only one you don't do that is the one that's diagonally across from you. Alachzon is diagonal. Over there, you put bottom up. Rebuda says, according to Beliezer, that's that's Rameir in the name of Beliezer. Rebuda says the name of Beliezer. Again, you stay in your one spot and you move. And on all of them, you put from the bottom to top. Except that's right in front of you that you put up to down in order not to, in order not to get your clothes that are in front of you um, dirty. So you see. That our Mishnah is going like a Yehuda because in our Mishnah we said that all of them you put from the bottom to the top, except for the one that you that you do top to bottom. That fits like that. Okay. How, I, I know it seems like if you would do it up towards you, it might sprinkle a drops on your clothes, right? If, if you're putting on blood on the mizbech, so if. I'm assuming this, I'm, I don't know how this works, but I'm assuming that if you go down, you could be careful how you do it. But if you have to go up, it's going to sprinkle up and might get, end, on, end up on you. And that's what we're saying, that according to our Mishnah, and according to Yehuda's way of explaining Rabbi Lezer, uh, you start on this side, let's say, and I go down, 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 and I'm sorry, I go up, 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 and on this one I go down because I don't want it to get on my clothes. And that's what we're saying now. Okay. Says the Gemara, we're quoting the Mishnah, it says that you sprinkle it on the purity of the Mizbech seven times. My Tahalo, what does it mean, the purity of the Mizbech? It's a very, very funny word. You put it on the purity of the Mizbech. Where's the purity of the Mizbech? Says the Gemara, I'm a Rabbi Barashila. Purity means halfway. Why? When it gets to be noontime, and the sun's in the middle of the sky, you say, Tahor Tira. It's purely bright. So therefore, over here in the Mizbech, it means halfway in the Mizbech, because that's like noontime. That's what you put. You sprinkle it on the middle of the Mizbech. No, I'm sorry. So again, after the corners, you do a sprinkling. Okay? Where? On the Tohar Mizbech. According to Rabbi Barashila, that means you sprinkle the blood on the, on the side of the Mizbech. On the on the yeah, on the side of the back, halfway down. How is that? Oh, halfway down. The top. That's purity. Got it. Okay. TV. They ask a question. You see a bright that says Kishu Mazel when you sprinkle Eno Mazel Lo Gabe Afal Lo Gabe Gachlim Elch Hotek Gachlim Elch VeElch Mazel. It says when you sprinkle it, you don't sprinkle it on the ashes that are on the mizbech. Vlo Gabe Gachlim not on the coals Elch Hotek Gachlim Elch VeElch Mazel. Rather, you move it to the side. And you sprinkle and you put it on the mizbeach directly. You don't put it on ashes and not on coals. Now, if it's the side of the mizbeach, there's no ashes or coals on the side of the mizbeach. Nothing's there. It must be on the top of the mizbeach, not on the side. Right. Okay. Rather, says, "Al When we said the purity of the mizbeach, it means on the pure mizbeach, which means on the cleared off spot of the mizbeach. That's what it means. 
So purity means the cleared off area. Okay? Like it says, in the middle of the Shemayim Latohar, in purity, in clarity. So you clear off the Mizbeach and that's when you do it. Okay, Tanya went to the Brighta. The question is, now, okay, hold on. Now, we already said the order, there's a machok about the order, about what corners you do. Now we want to know, when you put the blood in the middle of Mizbeach, okay, when I put the blood in the middle of Mizbeach, which side of Mizbeach do I do it on? Do I do it on the north side or the south side of the Mizbeach? Okay, the blood is going on the top. We're going to clear off some ashes and put it on the top. I can either put it on the north side or the south side of this Amar and a half Mizbech. Which side does it go on? Tiny went to the right. Chanin Yomer. B'tzad Safon Ruten. You put it on the north side. Yossi Yomer. B'tzad Romi. He says on the south side. My Kemafki. Why does one say north and one say south? What's the idea with them? More Sava Pitcha B'tanomkal. One Chananya holds that the entrance to the to the to, to the Kodesh Kodeshim is on the north is on, is on the south, which means like this. He holds like this that the entrance over here is on the south, and therefore, since you're coming over here on the south, so he holds. Let's read inside. Hold on. Umor Saba, the other one holds. It's on the north. So since you're coming from the south. You do the south, right? No, no. No, you're coming from the south. No, you come, no, you're coming from the south. Hold on. You're coming from the south, and you're going this way. So when you're finished, you're on the north. And that's why Rabbi Hanania says you put it on the north. <laughs> Since the engine is south, you end up like this, and you finish on the north. But if you're not moving, you're not going to end up on the north? I, yield, I guess he holds you moving. Okay. Or, or, or maybe doing the fan. Or maybe his hand yeah, is there. Okay. okay. And the other rabbi says, Umar Sabah, the other rabbi says, Rabbi Yossi says, that the entrance is in the north. So if the entrance is in the north, so you go like this, and you end up on the south, south and you put it on the south side. And you put it on the south side. Good. Umar says, the Kula Alamiya, everyone really holds, okay, Wherever you end, that's where you put it. My time, I want to do it. Since the Basuk says that you clear it and then you put it on. So it sounds like the wherever you finished, that's where you have to put it on. That's why both rabbis say, wherever side you ended up on, that's where you put it on. Okay. Now we had a last machlok in the Mishnah. This is the last part of our page. We said. We're asking, what do you do with the leftover blood? After you did all the things, right? Now we put it on the corners, we put it on the middle, we already sprinkled seven times and seven times, we did all that. Now there's leftover blood, what do you do with it? So the Mishnah had said, one rabbi says, that you sprinkle it, you pour it on the western side of the Mizbech HaChitzon. On the outside Mizbech, you pour it down the base, the hole in the western side. And we said that, you're not, that it's going to go out of a canal underneath and end up outside. And you're now allowed, no one's allowed to take the blood and use it for fertilizer. Okay. Let's see. The reason why you put it on that side is because that side is the one that you meet when you come out first. Which means when you come out of the, 
out of the Kodesh, the first side you meet is the western side, and that's where we put it. Okay? But if you have other sacrifices, if you have leftover blood of other sacrifices, you put that on the south side. Why do you put the south side? So our, our stuff that's coming from the Kodesh goes on the west side. A regular korban, the blood, blood gets poured on the south side. Why is that? Tanur Rabbanan, we learned in the Brighton, you saw the Mizbech. It says you pour it on the, the base of the Mizbech. That's the south side. Is that the south side? Maybe it means the western side. Amarta, you said, We're connecting, coming down from the ramp to going out of the Hechal. Just like when you come out of the Hechal. You pour it on the closest one. The Eze, that's why it gets poured on the on the western side. Ah, you don't just so too when you come down for the ramp, you go you go on the close the closest one. The that's why that one goes on the south side. So we're learning the connection is both of them go on the closest one. When you come out of the Kodesh, the closest one is the south. When you come down the ramp from regular carbon, the closest one is the west, and that's why you put it there. That's where the drain was. What? Yeah, There's two drains on both sides, yes. Yes. Tanya, we learned. Rabbi Shmael Omer, Ze, Ze, Yisod Maravi. Here's a machloket about this. According to this rabbi, Rishmael, he disagrees with our Mishnah. And our Mishnah says that our stuff goes on the south, Yom Kippur is on the south, and a regular one is west. According to this writer, Rishmael says, both of them are on the south. Okay? That's a Rishmael. Rishimun Rechai says, Zev Zeh Yisod Dormi. I'm sorry. So Rishmael says both on the west, and Rishimun Rechai says they're both on the south. Okay, good. Bishlam Rishmael, what says, I understand Rishmael, who says they're both on the west. Kasav Yimot Satum Parash. He learns, you, you learn what's hidden from what's straight up, which means like this. When it comes to the Adam's Mech, it says straight up that you put it on the west side. When it says talks about Kippur, it doesn't say where to put it. So we learn from Yom Kippur where it doesn't say, from regular Kormonot where it does say. So we understand why he says both of them are on the west, because it, since it does say west by, by other Kormonot, we learn that, we learn Yom Kippur where it doesn't say from that. Ella, Rabbi Yeshim my time out. What's the reason Yeshim Rechai? Why would he say both of them are on the south? It's against the... It's, it against, says clearly it's against the pasuk. Amar Vashi, Kasavar Pitcha B'Darom Kai. He holds that the opening to the to the thing was on the south, which means when you come out of the Hechal, not the opening over here. We're not talking about this anymore. Now we're talking about the opening over here. Where is it next to the Mizbech? So on this side. Um, let's see if I can do this here. Let's try to do this. Okay, here there's a Mizbech over here. So since you come out on the south side, therefore he says that the first one you're getting to is the south, and that's why he doesn't. Where is the opening? Here's a good thing. Look. It's a beautiful thing. Here you come out of the of the of the Kodesh and you're coming over here 
next to the ramp, which is on the which is on the south side of the mizbech. Okay. A drain on each side. Or? A drain on not on every side, only on some sides. Okay. Now, time to the base mount. According to Bishim Rukhai, they said they're both on the south. And the way to remember it is Mashcha Gavra le Gavra. Bishim Rukhai brought Bishmael according to Bishim Rukhai's way. Okay, it's a way to remember it. Let's go further. It says the Gemara, Okay, we said in the end that both the, the, the blood of both sides would mix and go out through the canal, and you end up in the Nachal Kidron, a certain valley that goes outside the Beth and no one's allowed to scoop the, the blood up and use it in as fertilizer in the thing. It will be Mi'ilah if you use it. Tano Abraham, we learned in the Brayta. Mo'alim b'damim. The Brayta says a guy can do Mi'ilah if you use damim for your own, blood for your own purpose. What's Mi'ilah, Rabbi? Mi'ilah is using uh, Beth Magdash stuff for your own purposes. Asur. Okay? They were a mayor. Chachamim say that there is no mi'ilah on blood. And therefore, our Mishnah is like Rameir and Rabbi Shimon. Okay? The Machloket is only Midrabanan. When it comes to Midoraita, there's no mi'ilah on blood at all. Everyone agrees. How do we know there's no mi'ilah on blood? Amar Ula. Answer number one. Amakal lachem. Pasuk says, the blood is for you as a kapara. Shalachem, it's yours, and therefore you can use it. There's no milah. Midorite, there's no milah because it says lachem. Deber Rishmael Tana, it says in the Pasuk, Natati lecha lachem, lechaper, as a kapara. The kapara, it's given for a kapara. Lola milah, but not for milah. Therefore, there's no milah. Midorite on blood. Only midoramanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, Amakal Pasuk says, who? It says, it is the blood that for who kapara nefesh, right? Which teaches you lefne kapara kelacha kapara, just like before kapara, ma laacha kapara emovila, just like after the kapara there's no mila, after the kapara emovila. Therefore, before the kapara there's no mila, and it's not a problem. If a person used it, you cannot be over on on mila. We're going to stop over here the ema, okay? Baruch Adonai leolam, amen ve'amen.